Hello and welcome to the Midwest Mountain Sports Report, where the air is thin and the only coasts are lake shores. I'm your talking head, Jamie, and joining me this week for the Sports Report, he got his first victory of the 2022 fantasy season. It's Chad. Bump, bump, banana, blow, pack, blow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing slightly worse than the Packers, but um, yeah, it felt good. Uh, but I kind of felt bad when I realized who I beat, but all oh. fair, all's fair in war, right? So you, you'll feel less <laughs> bad when you find out that she she won the league last year. So yeah. it's referring to my wife. He beat my wife for his first victory of the 2022. It was more of season. like it was more of like feeling like some kind of like bragging than I was like, I didn't realize what the connection was. So I was like, oh. i was gonna go in hard and then i realized it was your wife yeah yes no that's okay she yeah she ran she ran everyone out of the room last year so more than more than okay to uh take a victory lap it's really hard to go defeated isn't it almost as hard as it is to go undefeated yeah i mean it surprised my first win came with only scoring like 78 points so (laughs) when the previous week i think i scored 145 and lost um doesn't make any sense no fantasy football is fool science and but i did officially drop i did officially drop aaron Rodgers. oh we'll Um, have to adjust our final fantasy segment that was probably the right call (laughs) but anyways considered yeah what do you got master of ceremony so first, Chad, how do you think Finland sounds this time of year? Shall we go abroad? Shall we go overseas? Shall we go sure. with the avalanche? Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> School me. I've, I've had, uh, or teach me. I've had zero NHL exposure over the last two to three weeks. So this weekend, the Avalanche and the Blue Jackets both traveled to Finland. I'm trying to find out where specifically. It doesn't matter. It's a part of the um, NHL's international series. It's their answer to the NFL playing games in London. Um, of course, they have the Winter Classic, which I think the Wild, they definitely played in it last year, but haven't the Wild had at least like two of the last three Winter Classics? Something like that? I feel that? like they have, yeah. I feel like they have two. Um, so this was the Avs to get a little bit of shine internationally the good they won both games uh the bad the blue jackets are really awful so this doesn't mean much in the grand scheme of things but our resident fins on the avalanche arturi lekanen and <clears throat> miko rantanen excuse me both performed admirably i think lekanen had a goal rantanen had might have been a hat trick it's pretty sweet go back to finland and get a hat trick on your home turf yeah trying to find it maybe i'm just making that up i don't know spiritually he had a hat trick in a dream (laughs) it might have been a dream no no hat trick on saturday but sunday nope friday was friday and saturday yeah there it is he got a hat trick on friday yep 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 he was happy to be home so not much to say there unfortunately this wonderful international experience can only be viewed on the NHL network, which I somehow don't have with YouTube TV nor ESPN plus. So I don't know where you find it, but thanks for the international exposure on that one. NHL. Yeah, I should be able to get that out 
that should be like a prime time or whatever time it is, but it should be on an easily, easily accessed channel if you want to highlight your NHL international. But I know they dropped the ball. It, it's a whole disaster. I didn't realize, too, that um, fans in Colorado, they can't even watch the Avalanche. I think unless you have direct TV, it's not unlike the, the wild here, although I think you get Bally Sports North with Comcast. Um, but the Bally sports equivalent in Colorado, they're called altitude sports. They are in a contract negotiation scuffle with Comcast. And as such, you know, people like my parents who live in Denver can't watch the avalanche or the nuggets for any of their regular season games, um, regular season home games, which is right up there with some of the dumbest things that I can think of when it comes to network TV or sports fandom. When, when you make it so that your home fans can't even watch your team play because of arguing over contract disputes. Hmm. Yeah, and usually Comcast typically isn't, doesn't usually get, let it get to that that point of, uh, to where, you know, you're, you're dropping the channel over negotiations. So, yeah, that's a, that's a tough pill to swallow for your local team not being able to be watchable especially on a stanley cup winning season (laughs) like last year yeah that's yeah that's pretty brutal it's yeah and and show you got i mean not even like on hulu is accessible is it like um because it's like it's like valley sports north here right that's kind of like they own the rights to that so yeah yeah so i i watched a ton of avalanche games last year because i'm out of market I can watch all of them on Hulu, but if I were to try and watch the wild, I couldn't do that because all I have is YouTube TV and Bally sports mm-hmm. doesn't have a contract with YouTube TV and I'm out of Comcast service network. So yeah. I couldn't want to, I couldn't watch it there. Even if I wanted to, my only option would be direct TV if I wanted to watch the wild living here. So Yuck. yeah, it's similar with, you know, residents of Colorado, but I, I guess I assumed they could get it through DirecTV. I don't even know if that's true. That was just an assumption, um, given what I know about my position with the Wild. But that might not even be true. So I don't know. <laughs> Your position with the Wild is probably last position. Correct. Yo! Yo! There he is. <laughs> Do you have any Wild thoughts, Chad, before we pivot to our NFL talk of the day? No, it's too early for me to pay attention to the NHL. I know. Well, fortunately for the Wild, they're they're grateful for that. They would, yeah, they don't welcome any attention right now. It's not going great. All I have to say is how they ended the season last year is going to totally be the thing that fucked them for um, the season. I think the whole, how they treated Cam Talbot down the stretch there into the playoffs and that whole negotiation thing, and then sign, signing Flurry, like probably because that was your only option then. It just, I don't know. I just, that can't just bode well for the team. And it, it that kind of is too bad because they have a lot of good talent on there. And I probably let some of the better talent go. So that's all I have. I'm not a great NHL mind, but. No, I, I don't. I don't disagree. You're not a great NHL mind. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, it's it's. I agree with what you said about Talbot and a bunch of their front office stuff. And it's it's just early in the season too. You know, it's easy to 
make fun of them now and I will because it's also fun but I don't know it's only November and this team has found a way to make the playoffs what like five of the last seven years or something like that so I don't know I I don't have a reason to think that they won't figure at least a winning record out of this season but yeah we'll see we will see um all right Chad hey Vikings vibe check how are you feeling skull baby (laughs) skull I'm all in I'm all in doesn't matter we'll see we'll see how I feel in a month but if they can get, I think, at least through this next like four game stretch here, if they come out of that two and two, they'll be in really good shape. So. Well, and unlike last season, it just things seem to be breaking for them this season that the in the ways that they were not last year. You know, in terms yeah, of winning one score games, yeah, strange. hitting important field goals. It's strange, even when things look like they were going to actually not bounce their way in this last game. Like um, the referee um, picking Bynum on what probably would have been an interception, at least not a touchdown um, on that play. I don't know if you saw that. That's whatever. It was like a 40 something, 50 something yard pass. I missed that one. I was, I was watching pretty passively. I missed that one. Yeah, it was um, the touchdown that Samuel scored. It was, um, Oh, what's the name? Heineke throws and it was like double coverage, but then here comes Bynum. So it's yeah. like triple coverage. He's running in like he's like, it's almost like he's lining up to receive a punt and the referee is crossing the field to get all the way and just like picks Bynum. But he, as Bynum's falling back, he almost like is there to catch like to knock the ball down or catch it. But yeah, Samuel catches the ball. Harrison kind of throws his arms back to like not get a PI call. And then Samuel just rolls into the end zone. I did see that play. Yep. Now that you mention it, it looked like it looked like a not top 10 play because, yeah, because with the you see the referee and then three defenders and then suddenly Gibson emerges with the ball and a touchdown miraculously. (laughs) Yeah, that was that was was it Gibson on that one? I thought. Oh, no, you're right. It was um, I get those guys mixed up all the time. It was uh, Gibson and a Samuel Samuel. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. It was Samuel. Um. No, you're you're absolutely right. It was there were a couple times where um, I thought that uh, oh, same old Vikings. Here we go again. Dial it up. You know, there was a couple three and outs, um, but then Harrison Smith got that pick, and um, I don't know. Does it feel like their defense is maybe turning a corner? Because he he looks pretty bad the first handful of games, and now suddenly he's got an interception. I think in each of the last four games or something like that. Yeah. And uh, I just think it seems like their defensive line is getting more pressure, too. And I wonder if that has something to do with it. Yeah. Like in Zadaria Smith is that's got to be like the the free agency signing of the best one of like the last decade for the Vikings, at least, because he is just a beast. (laughs) Yeah, he's a handful, man. Yeah, he's awesome. He's, he's awesome when he's on your team. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, well, yeah, and you can you can trace a line too. Everything that's going wrong for the Packers is breaking in favor for the Vikings. You know, letting him go and losing their receivers, the Vikings gain a brand new tight end in Hawkinson from the division, no less. And I don't know, it feels like they're maybe taking some of the Lambo mojo. 
Yeah, and talking about another awesome trade at the deadline is getting Hawkinson right after, you know, Irv is out for the season pretty much. So I don't right. know. It's um it just feels different. Something is different. <laughs> I mean, that's I'm not even I'm to the point now, like I wasn't even starting to sweat uh that Washington game. And uh I did have a feeling though, towards the end when they kicked a field goal, then Washington got that penalty for I can't even remember what it was like offsides or something on that field goal. Mm-hmm. And then the Vikings got a first down. They're probably like on like their they were inside the 10. Right. And the game was tied at that moment. Uh-huh. So, I was like, OK, here we go. They're going to try to run down the clock. And when they kick the ball, kick the field goal, he's going to miss, you know, <laughs> Greg Joseph's going to miss. But no, I don't. I don't know. I just feel like each game they're going to be competitive. So but watch them get blown out by the bills. But who knows? It doesn't sound like uh, Josh Allen is going to be healthy either. Some elbow trouble. So exactly. And I don't I don't like to think this way. But the nice thing is, is they kind of have the luxury to think this way. They, They can they can afford a loss. You know, the Packers are not keeping it close. The next best team in the division is maybe the Bears, which is crazy to say. But yeah, I mean, you know, they, they have a game or two to give in the schedule. Not that you want them to do that, obviously, but yeah, if you're going to lose it, give it to the AFC. I mean, you want right. to definitely not lose to the Cowboys because let's say they go on to. Let's say they beat the Bills, right, or whatever, if if Dallas and them have that same uh, or no. Yeah, if they were to lose to the Bills and they probably go into Dallas with the same record and then. um yeah, whoever wins that, that's like a tiebreaker match for seeding. So then automatically they're down to a a three seed all of a sudden. <clears throat> Not getting right. that home game. Right. And yeah, let's see. So our next four games, Buffalo, Dallas, New England, New York, the Jets. The Jets, the, we were looking at a game to go to this year. And we initially picked the New York game because yeah. tickets were cheap. And yeah. <laughs> It looked like maybe a blowout. That might not be the case anymore. Yeah. I wonder what tickets are now. <laughs> tickets as low as $74, according to ESPN. I never trust those prices, though. There's no, no way that's right. You got to um, add on $200 of fees. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Oh, this is a road game at Buffalo. Okay, you're right. Yeah, this will be this will be a test, even with no Josh Allen. Um, yeah, because you got to go up against that staunch Buffalo Bills defense, but... Yeah, I mean, this is, I don't know, at, by the end of the month, it's, I think we're going to have a clear picture of what kind of football team this is, but I don't know. I liking it. I'm liking it. And this is just year one of hopefully, you know, a good next four to five years here in Minnesota Vikings land. You got the, you got the Packers who are going to be, I mean, who knows what they're going to do? I mean. Like, are they going to be in straight up rebuild mode? Get rid of Rogers. Um, the Bears look like they're maybe starting to see a little bit of hope with Fields, but who knows? Maybe that was just kind of one or two game aberration. But and the Lions are the same old Lions, <laughs> same old Lions, same old Lions. But yeah, so what about uh, what about your Broncos squad? Oh, they were on a bye week, which was great. I didn't have to think about them once, nor, <laughs> nor did I. Um, oh, you bringing it up right now is the first I've thought of them all week. So, hmm. 
here we are. Um, yeah, I don't I don't even know what I want from the rest of the season. Man, I, maybe uh, they can trade Wilson for Rodgers. <laughs> like they should have <laughs> done the first time. Right. Oh, man. At this point, I, I don't know. I don't know what I want. Chad, this team is so bad, I don't even know what I want from them anymore. I just want our defense to make it out of the season in one piece so that maybe next it's going to be the same. We have Wilson for five years. We are so screwed. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'll that guaranteed money too. I don't know how much of it's guaranteed. I think, I think a bit of it. I do. Yikes. It's awful. It's brutal. I don't like this <laughs> at all. I don't like this at all. Um, yeah, I don't know what our options are. We have to find a way for Russell Wilson to find, like, listen to other people, take decent advice, and maybe. I don't know. Don't try and do everything all by yourself or get rid of him somehow. It's well, I don't know. It's not good. How how are you going to tell Mr. Unlimited? How are you going to give Mr. Unlimited advice? Huh? Oh, excuse me, Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> I don't think. Oh, oh, man. I think things must have been really bad in Seattle, right? Like way worse than anybody knew. I, oh yeah, he, he's kind of a nutty, yeah. nutty nutcase. Yeah, and it's it's like slowly starting to come out like TX teammates coming out, just like throwing some shade, you know, yeah. doing a little trash talking, and from a Super Bowl winner, no less. I mean, even you don't even hear guys slander Aaron Rodgers like this, and he can't be the easiest teammate to have, you know. It's yeah. man. Oh, anyway, yeah, he got so, paid big in Seattle and, you know, fuck, he doesn't have to do anything to make a lot of money. Damn. Right. His right contract now. is unlimited. Is. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm sorry, man. I, I feel for you. It's it's bad. I mean, it's our own fault for not figuring out our owner situation and letting John Elway run roughshod on our player personnel for the last four years. I mean. We have nobody to blame but ourselves. Um, but as for the short yeah. term, we're going to Tennessee this weekend. Um, I will not be watching this game. Tennessee. Um, it's going to be gross because they might still have Malik Willis playing. I don't know when Tannehill's back, but nobody should watch this football game. Everyone should do something else with their time. Um, that's been Denver Broncos talk. <laughs> <laughs> let's ride i do have to say I, I drove by so did the bronco stadium when i was in denver i was actually the place i was staying i could see this the stadium from my window and that's where meow wolf is like right next to the stadium there yes um did they did they rebuild mile high where mile high used to be or is that old mile high or what's do they rebuild in the same site story time empower field at mile high. So I, I think that um, I do think they rebuilt the stadium. I'm trying to remember when that happened. Um, okay. Let's go a ways back. And it's so hard to keep track because they've renamed this stupid stadium like 10 different times. Um, so this was the mile high broke ground August 17th, 1999. They opened in 2001 with the new stadium. Um, 
uh, oh yeah, constructed by Fentress Architects. Uh, I know that family. Um, so I'm trying to look up the history of their names because, like I said, they've renamed this so many damn times. Uh, what is the name of this thing? So in short, no, it's not the OG Mile High Stadium. Um, okay. It it was built in 2001. Oh my God, what is this damn thing's name? Anyway, Invesco Field at Mile High. It was one of them. Sports Authority Field at Mile High. Um, There's more. There's more. Um, (laughs) Yeah, now it's Empower Field at Mile High. Cool. I don't know. Stadium looks cool. Yeah, it's a cool place to see a game, I would imagine. No, I've only ever been to... One Broncos game in person. It was a preseason game, probably circa 2004, maybe 2003. All right. So, yeah, I've never seen an NFL game at Mile High. I've seen one at TCF Bank Stadium. That was the Ice Bowl Vikings versus Russell Wilson, Ooh. ironically enough. Um, Blair Walsh wide left yeah, or wide right? Before. <laughs> <laughs> you saw a better game than I did. Um, and then, yeah, yeah I, the Giants, to... Maybe, I don't remember if it was like a week or two before, but. And then what was, oh no. And then I saw a different game there. I saw the, I saw them play the bears. That must've been in 2015. That was when Adam Thielen was like just coming onto the scene. He was like a special teams, um, aficionado. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like right. a December game against the Bears, and everyone was like, oh my God, who is that wide receiver? And everyone was like, it's Adam Thielen. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was like a special team star, I feel like, for a couple of years before he even got a shot. Yeah, yeah, I remember Maybe that too. Punt returns. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah and then he always he was able to find space in the middle of the field because that must have been did he play with ponder or is that too far back nope he was with ponder okay because i remember too there was that year it was the year where peterson like almost broke like the rushing record it was that final game of the season against the packers the vikings went at home to beat the packers i think to God, did they? No, they couldn't have won the division. Because I thought the following weekend must have been just like for a playoff berth or something. I don't remember. Because I thought they won the game to get a playoff berth. And then the following week, they go to Lambo. Ponder doesn't play. And then um, I can't remember who the quarterback was, the backup quarterback. He was like a wide receiver turned quarterback. Um, but in that game, it was like the first drive. The Vikings do like a fake punt. It was a direct snap to Adam Adam Thielen and he ran it for like 20 yards or some shit like that. But that's right. I I have it right in front of me. It's so that game, he carried the ball another time for 26 yards, totaling 67 yards, um, tied for second in Vikings history for rushing yards in a game by a wide receiver. And then, yeah, you're right. That was when they clinched the NFC North title. And I think I think it was like it was ESPN or something. I remember I was watching sports the next day and they listed the Packers as the winners of the NFC North. <laughs> I just remember thinking like, what the yeah. fuck? 
Do you remember <laughs> this? It was yeah. I swear familiar. it was some primetime game or it was some ESPN like I don't know Sports Center or something. They had the Packers listed as the NFC North winners when the Vikings definitely had just clinched it, and it's like wow, put some respect on their names, I guess. But <laughs> anyway, I'm rambling. Anyway, ready for Final Fantasy? Yes. Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. Chad, do you want to start? Um, I just whatever. I dropped Aaron Rodgers, and I'm just like throwing uh, spaghetti at the wall, seeing what sticks. So. <laughs> you know, streaming some defenses, uh, just kind of picking up whoever is on the waiver wire and just hoping for, uh, you know, a guy that gets like 40 points out of the blue for some reason. Nice. Love it. No, uh, I did, uh, you know, with the Ravens on a bye week and Justin Tucker, who won, helped me win my first game this last week. Um, now I'm not going to have Justin Tucker. I'm going for Robbie Gold, who is available in oh my page. He's more he's available more than I thought he would be as a single white man as a kicker. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's single, but uh, yeah, that's my final fantasy. That's just the move I'm making to see if I can uh, continue my winning streak now of one. Well, I'm so glad that you brought up kickers because I was just going to say, and you know, we don't know yada, yada, your kicker. that's right. right. <laughs> don't yada, yada, your kicker. And well, as you said, looks like in Yahoo leagues, Justin Tucker is a hundred percent owned. So, you know, that won't do you much good here, but here's two. You might be able to acquire probably not, um, but maybe um, Jason Myers, who I have on my team, kicker for the Seattle Seahawks or Ryan Suckup kicker for the Tampa Bay Bucks. And fun fact about Suckup, he's the what's the name of the person who's the last player taken in the NFL draft? There's a term for it. It's like the it's like the gray duck or the golden goose or something. It's the the 251st pick of the draft. Pick of the NFL draft. Anyway, uh Ryan Suckup is that person that's neither here or there um but those are two possible options it looks like myers has 88 points on the season as to suck up i'm sorry myers has 90 the this the rule of thumb is you want an offense that can get you to the red zone even if they can't score and that's kind of been the mo for tom brady and the bucks this season so hence suck up and or just a team that gets there all the time and scores a lot like the seahawks amazingly yeah. So there's your case for Myers. Um, but well, I want to go back on my, on my kicker bit. So I wasn't I wasn't saying to pick up uh, Tucker. I was saying if you have Tucker like me, and you don't need a need a new kicker because Tucker's on a bye week, I would say go for Robbie Gold because uh, it looks like he's only rostered in twenty like twenty percent based off Yahoo Fantasy Sports. Oh, nice. And he's the kicker for the 49ers. San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. 
Here's an important question. So you have Tucker. You're not dropping him, right? You're going to roster two kickers this week? <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to scoop your kicker. That's not what I'm after here. I don't know. I, don't know. I just I, I, bring this. I did just straight up drop Aaron Rodgers. Right. So. So I leaves open a roster spot. (laughs) I'm not saying I'm just saying I just it's I I feel like the conventional wisdom is you don't ever do that ever. But my counter to that would be guys like Myers and Tucker. Myers has five weeks in a row of double digit points of 11 points or more. I mean, I don't even have that from Devontae Adams. So (laughs) I'm just saying (laughs) There's room on your roster for two kickers if one of them is one of the top dogs. No, yeah, you don't you don't drop Tucker. No. No. So I guess I just showed my hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. Okay. That's okay. You made room with Rodgers, as you said. So to answer Chad's final fantasy of the week, his answer is Kirk Cousins. Because Aaron Rodgers is gone. That's right. Like Kirk Kong. Cousins. Riding riding Kirk Cousins all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk Thuggins. Kirk Thuggins. Yeah. I One last thing before we go. I was listening to K-Fan this morning, and they had a really funny um, observation about Cousins is that um, he's statistically not having as great of a season as he maybe has the past years. Like, he hasn't even had a game where he's thrown over 300 yards yet. But yeah the public perception of him is so much more favorable this season here than I don't know, probably the last three seasons, maybe since he's ever been a Viking. I think you're right. I think that's what it is. Winning Winning solves everything. Solves everything. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes. All right. Well, keep Justin Tucker draft Robbie Gould off of the waiver wire. Um, Claim Robbie Gould, not draft. And do you have anything else, Chad? No, that's it. All right. Thank you for joining us this week on the Midwest Mountain Sports Report, where the air is thin and the only coaster lakeshores. I'm Jamie. Thanks, Chad. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.